the professionals of professionalism proudly present Lewis Howard Live. Your crisp communicator with principal insights for pop culture with a tech edge. And now a man who needs no introduction, Lewis. Yes, indeed. Hey, welcome to another edition of Lewis Howard Live. I am Lewis Howard. Joining me, thank you for joining around the world. Our listenership is just continuing to grow. We have over 100,000 downloads of Lewis Howard Live and our various podcasts that we've done. We're broadcasting into five or six different countries. So we are getting the word out all around the world. We are principal communicators with a tech edge conversation, ready to fuel you with power, passion, and life. So get your notepad out, get strapped, get ready, because we're about to take off again and blast off with something we believe that you can use to move you forward in the winning game of life. You are a story and you are a story that's unfolding every single day. Let's talk about money, right? I want to continue this conversation that I've been talking about. If you didn't get by previous uh, downloads of the show is go back and we've been doing raise the roof on your financial IQ Uh, Part one, part two, you can get those. And then I'm just taking a little piece of that today, which is a part of how you're going to get to financial IQ. You know, I attend a lot of seminars and a lot of programs where people give you 10 steps to do this, eight steps to do that, but they never really get to the root cause of how you got there in the first place. And until you can figure out how you got where you are, it's hard to get out of that. So you got to start with the fundamentals, start with the foundations of how you got where you are and where you want to be. It's part of my book called From Here to There. It's the story of where I started in life, right at the bottom, right? I'm like Drake. I started at the bottom. Now I'm at the top. Right. So you got to start somewhere and we start in all different places in life. But we can break out of where we are. The good news today, if you listen to me, you don't have to be stuck where you are. You can break free from wherever you are physically, mentally, emotionally, legally, financially, spiritually and relationally. There's a higher level of life calling for you. So we're going to talk about today the rat race. Right. The rat race. Are you caught in the rat race? Right. Are you just one of the crowd? Are you just another brick in the wall? What are you? How do you see your life and how do you see your every day in terms of how you live your life? 
There's this book called Cash Flow 101. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been talking about Robert Kiyosaki and the game that he created called Cash Flow. And he's the author of the best-selling book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he's developed this cash flow to help teach people the basic principles of getting out of the rat race, right? And so what is the rat race, right? Because to, to get out of something, I got to know what it is in the first place, right? You asked me to get out of a trap, but I don't, know what, I don't know what a trap is. So a rat race is any exhausting, unremitting, and usually competitive activity or routine, especially a pressured working life spent trying to get ahead. A little time left for leisure or contemplation. So what's the rat race? It's about getting ahead. It's about getting ahead, right? I grew up where people were trying to get ahead. And they they used to say, another day, another dollar to try to get ahead. And the ultimate goal was to get out of the rat race so that I could spend more time with leisure. I could spend more time contemplating. I could spend more time relaxing. I'm not working for the man. I'm not putting in my 40. I'm not trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, right? That's the rat race. And the sad reality is most of us never get out of the rat race. Most people live and eventually die in the rat race because they can't figure out who moved my cheese and how do I find it. There's a great book, by the way, there. Go get that book called Who Moved My Cheese. It's another way to talk about the rat race when things change for you and how do you adapt to that change. It's a book by Dr. Kenneth Johnson. Great book. Go get that Who Moved My Cheese. But that pressure... See, the rat race brings pressure, doesn't it? I'm pressured every day I get up in the morning to be on time to get to the J-O-B so I can do my job, so I can get my check on the 15th and the 31st. Rinse and repeat. I got to deal with funky traffic and people. I got to try to get my Starbucks coffee before the line gets too long. Right. I got to get my top pot donut. You know about that. Maybe you got a different donut where you guys what kind of donuts do you guys have in the morning. Right. But it is the pressure. It's the pressure. Moms, you know, the pressure of trying to get up and get the kids off to school and make sure they have lunch and make sure they can get to their activities. Pressure. Husband, the pressure of bringing home the bacon making sure the lights are on and the roof is still over the head. The pressure, the pressure of trying to save for a rainy day, trying to put something away, but you barely have enough to keep up with today, let alone a rainy day. That's the pressure every day. How are we coping with the pressure if you're in the rat race? Well, we medicate. We smoke, right? We drink. We overeat. We overplay. We're doing anything to avoid the pressures. Think of the pressures of the rat race as a pressure cooker. And you're inside this pressure cooker and the heat is being turned up. And as I always like to say, you got more month than you got money. That's the rat race, folks. That's what people do for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life. No wonder they have health problems. 
No wonder their life fails them because they've spent their life working for the system, working for the man. And that's why I don't like most politicians because they don't do anything to get you out of the rat race after you vote for them. You put them in office with the hopes that they're going to help your faith, your family, and your finances, and you get nothing. You're still in the rat race, right? I study economic history, and the same thing occurs. So don't think in 2019 that somehow we got a new rat race because of who's in the White House. We have had this rat race for a very long time. It didn't just come here in 2016. This rat race that we have been here has been here for generations, right? 1933, welfare was created after the crash of the stock market where the majority of Americans lost their wealth. We created a new rat race of entitlement and public assistance in 1933. Most of us were not around then to remember that. But that's when it started. It created the rat race. We created Social Security to try to reward you for being in the rat race for 20 or 30 years and that you'd have a pension to live on. Guess what, folks? You don't have a pension to live on because Social Security may not be there when you need it. That's the rat race. That's the rat race. So you got little time left for your family, right? You're too tired when you get home. Husbands don't have time to play catch with their sons. Moms don't have time to hang with their daughters, right? Because we're so tired from the rat race. We're so tired from taking the subway home or driving in traffic or taking the bus home. We're wore out. Who's got time for planning and vision and thinking and investing in the future when I'm so tired just from the day, right? We got to get out of the rat race. We got to get out of this exhausting, remitting and repeating competitive activity and routines. Got to get out of it if we want to have the highest and best life and live the best version of yourself. So we're talking about the rat race. And, and, and are you in the rat race? How do you deal with the rat race? And how do I escape the rat race? First of all, I don't want to be called a rat. They're not my favorite, right? But we're in a rat race. We're scampering. We're looking for our cheese. And then we got the competitive part of that. So not only am I in the race, but I got to keep up with the Joneses. I got to compete with my coworker for who's going to get the raise and who's going to get the bonus. I got to compete Everywhere, stand in line, 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 everywhere, I'm competing. I'm competing for my piece of the rock, my piece of the pie, right? That's the rat race, folks. That's what you're living in, right? You you eating leftovers. You're eating hand-me-downs to try to survive being in the rat race. That's not God's highest and best intention for creation for you to live less than. So we got to get out of the rat race. We got to get out of the financial Rat race. So I recommend if you like board games, go check out Cash Flow 101. And if you don't like Cash 101, play my favorite game, Monopoly, because Monopoly is about getting out of the rat race with the acquisition of real estate. So here's some numbers about the rat race, right? After randomly serving 30,000 
628 full and part-time U.S. employees, it was concluded that a percentage of engaged workers in the U.S. rose to 34% uh, at the end of June of 2018, tying the record set in March 2016. So what does that say about the other 66% of the workforce? So what it's saying is only 34% of the workforce, so roughly three or four out of 10 people are fully engaged in their job. Now, what does that say to you when I need an emergency? When I go to the counter and I'm getting service, am I getting the employee that's fully engaged in helping me as a customer? Or am I getting the person that's just not engaged and can't wait to five o'clock and get out of here and get to something else, right? You can tell when people are engaged in servicing you and when they're just not, when they just want to read in the cash register and get done and get you out of the way. Are we engaged? Right. If I got to call somebody on the phone to try to solve a problem, I want that person to be engaged. I don't want their job to be trying to get me off the phone as quick as possible. I've got an emergency. I've got an issue. I've got something that needs to be solved. Are you engaged? So we're saying 53% of the U.S. workforce, according to the Gallup research poll, says that 53% are not engaged. And actively engaged, 13%, right? So Gallup defines the group that are engaged as those who are involved in and enthusiastic about and committed to their work and workplace. How many people do you know in the workplace are enthusiastic? I love enthusiastic people, right? But most people are, yes, sir, can I help you? What's next? That'll be $1.98. Please move on, right? And no excitement. You flatline. You're not excited. Move out the way. Give somebody else another job. Give somebody else another try. You know, I don't want to get into the whole debate about the immigrants, but quite frankly, some of them immigrants coming in going to work harder than some of the born citizens because the born citizens are tired and not engaged anymore. They don't care. They're just trying to get their check and then the check ain't enough. Right. So imagine you working 40 hours to get a check, a check that's not enough. Are you happy when you go home? No. Because the money is already spent. And now I got to go back to the job and re-engage. We got to get out of the rat race. You got to start thinking about getting out of the rat race. What's to not engage? Well, they are generally uh, people that are not cognitively and emotionally connected to the work. You have met this person. Go to the drive-thru and the person says, I man, take your order. All right. It starts there, and it takes them forever to get you a Big Mac and a fry. And it's like, excuse me, are you on the are you on the short bus here? And then they get you to win. What was your order again? Are you kidding me? Right? They're not engaged. They just don't care. Right? Or you hear people on the phone, and every other word is, "That's not our policy." No, I can't help you. No, I can't. No, no. They don't want to engage. Right. I walked in the store and I asked the guy for something yesterday and he looked at me and I said, you don't know, do you? Because let's not even go here. Let's just stop because he's not engaged. Right. Fifty three percent of Americans are not engaged in their job. They're in the rat race. Right. And then actually disengage. We've met a few of these people, workers who are of a miserable work experience. They are miserable. And you know it the minute you Come in contact with them. 
they hate their job and they're going to let you know that they hate their job. And there is no way you're going to get anything close to good service out of them. Right. Productivity in America suffers when we have actively disengaged people taking up space where engaged and actively interested people should be doing. So what does that say? One out of every 7.7 employees in the U.S. is currently enduring a miserable work experience. Right. One out of seven. How sad is that? That's the rat race, folks. Right. That's the rat race. So. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm just going to throw a few things at you to start planning for the future and thinking about how you can get out of the rat race of this life. If you're tired of it, if you're not tired of it, then don't bother with the next segment. But if you're tired of being tired, right, if you're tired of the routine and if you're tired of having more month than you got money, you might want to stay tuned and see if you can get some ideas out of how to break free from the rat race and start living the life that I was created to be. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. Stay with us. We'll be right back after a couple messages. Lewis Howard of Lewis Howard Live has partnered with Amazon Books to bring you his dynamic, life-changing book. From Here to There is the best-selling biopic journey of Lewis Howard's road from adopted child in poverty to achieving over a billion dollars in real estate assets. Lewis shares his secrets and principles, which helped make his meteoric rise to the top an inspiration to millions. Lewis Howard, From Here to There, available on Amazon Books at createspace.com slash 450-6888. Get it today. The mission of the Millionaire Club Charity is to provide jobs and support services to those in need in the Puget Sound region. Since 1921, the Millionaire Club Charity has operated a supportive employment program that specializes in helping people who are experiencing homelessness or other barriers to employment. Temporary Staffing Solutions connects men and women with employment opportunities to over 1,100 businesses and residences in the greater Seattle area. The Millionaire Club also addresses the housing needs of its workers through transitional housing. To learn more and to get involved, go to millionaireclub.org or call 206 728 jobs. Hey, welcome back to Lewis Howard Live. Continue the conversation. We are talking about the rat race and being a part of the rat race and finding the exit strategy out of the rat race. And really for your future, for your family, and for your finances, you have to do that. One of the people that I work with made a great statement that says, if you don't Work for yourself. Nobody's coming for you. If you don't find a way out, nobody's coming to get you out, right? So don't look to the government, the bankers, uh, institutions, organizations to get you out. Don't become dependent on that because you're going to keep yourself stuck in the rat race. I've been studying a book lately called Why We Want You Rich by Robert Kiyosaki and Donald Trump written in 2005 and 2006. And it really talks about the rat race and its relationship to people and how to get out of that rat race. And it talks about creating your own script, your own emancipation proclamation, your own declaration. You know, quite frankly, the reason why many of us are in a rat race is because of who we hang around, right? Who we spend time with. Right. An addict can't get another addict free. So if you're spending time around by people that are addicted to struggle, 
you're not going to be able to get out of that, right? I have a theory called the elevator theory, and you will not earn more income more than the top five people that you surround yourself with. So think about the top five people that you are around and how much income that they earn, how much net worth that they have. I'm not making everything about money, but let's be clear about something. Money is a measuring tool. Money is a milestone. Robert Kiyosaki says, money tells me how well I'm playing the game, right? Every athlete will tell you that many of them don't play for money, but the money is the measurement of how well they play the game. If you ask Tiger Woods, he doesn't go out there for the money. He's got plenty of it. But the money tells him, when I win the Masters in 2019, that's how well I did for the game when I received that check. So we need measuring milestones in our life. Money is one of those. For some people, it's fame, it's awards, it's recognition, it's promotions, it's different things. So whatever your marker is, get it so that you can ask yourself, am I moving further into the rat race or I'm getting further out of the rat race. I've been studying wealth and battling for 30 years. I've been in real estate. I've done well over in, in finance and development. And I've been around some, some champions, some players, some hitters, right, at top level. And they all teach me one thing. You have to have a plan, right? If you're going to build a great building, you need a blueprint. You need a plan. So the first thing to think about getting out of the rat race is, what is your plan, right? If you plan to fail, then you have, if you fail to plan, then you have planned to fail. Most people, again, don't have a plan for their life. You need a plan that says in 10 years, I want to be financially independent. 10 years, I want to be operating my own business. I love the story when you hear about people that leave a business or leave working for someone or get fired and then they go out and they start their own business. Did you know that Steve Jobs, who created Apple, was fired by Apple? Like, whoa, wait a minute. I got fired by the very company I created. And then he went out and started Next, which was another next level computer company. And then Apple went down the tank, so to speak, and they called him back. Right? They called him back into that company. And of course, you know, the rest is history with him up until the day he passed away. But that's how life goes. Because sometimes people will fire you, but they're promoting you on to a bigger and better opportunity. Right. So however you need to get out of the rat race, get out of it. Sometimes you don't leave on your own term. You know, I have the term saying getting kicked out of the nest. Sometimes when you get kicked out of the nest is the best thing that could happen to you. I have been kicked out of the nest a few times from companies and I will go on to do great things. And I want to send that person of flowers and say, thank you very much for firing me. Right. Because sometimes you don't fit sesame Right. One of these things doesn't fit. Sometimes we're trying to fit ourselves into places we don't fit. And that's why we get stuck in the rat race. That's why one out of every seven employees are having a miserable work experience because they're working in the wrong place. They're doing the wrong things. They should be entrepreneurs. They should be business owners. 
right? But they're not because they're too afraid to step out there and they don't have a plan. Do you have a plan? Because you're never going to achieve wealth working for somebody else unless you are head of Disney or you're Tim Cook with, with, with Apple. Otherwise, you know, they pay those two CEOs, you know, $200 million a year, right? Otherwise, you're not going to get out of the rat race that way working for somebody else. And 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 like I said in our recent show, you're not going to be able to save your way to wealth either, right? You're going to have to create money and create wealth to get yourself out of it. I like to say it like this. You got to move from a W-2 to a 1099 to a Schedule K on your tax filings. And if you don't know what that is, go look it up. That's how you know you're moving out of the rat race. What does my tax return look? Am I doing an easy 1040 or am I doing a complicated Schedule K-1 with partnerships? That's the difference, right? Robert Kiyosaki does K-1s. He doesn't do W-2s, right? That's how you know where you are in your life. Can you leave your job for six months? Can you leave your business for a year? And not be worried about money? Most people can't leave for a week. Look, most people can't take a day off. Do you know it causes great anxiety when somebody wants to take a day off? Because then they have to determine, is that a paid day? Is that an unpaid day? Is that a holiday? Do I have sick leave? Right? That's the rat race, folks. You got to get out of that. But to get out of it, I got to have a plan. What is your plan? What do you want to be? What's your passion? Right? You got to spend some time thinking about that. How am I going to move from an employee to an investor, right? How do I'm going to move from working for somebody else's money to creating my own money, right? And so, you know, there's two types of investors. There's passive investors, right, where people try to save their way, and then there's active investors. Robert Kiyosaki is an investor. Your goal is to be an active investor where you're investing in real estate, stocks, startup, IPOs, things that make money. I'll tell you what, I had a, a, a confession that I said to myself that I wanted to get mailbox money. And mailbox money is money that just comes to your mailbox that you didn't do anything for, that you didn't get out there. Today I went to mailbox and I picked up a check. And I didn't do anything, that check showed up, and it was for a good amount. Let me just share it with you, right? That's mailbox money. That's passive income that's created by some activity that I did. Create that. Think about, if you're a musician, think about royalties. If you're, if you are a publisher, royalties, that's mailbox money. If you can produce art and co-sign it off, that's mailbox money. If you can patent a technology and sell it to somebody else, that's mailbox money. That'll start to take you out of the rat race. So it's not like you got to quit. You can start doing it part time. You can start in your garage. You can start three or four hours at night. I wrote a best-selling book by investing three to four hours at night while I was battling, you know, the financial devils during the daytime, during the recession, Right. Get it. I wrote a best-selling book in the middle of the recession while I was out fighting financial wars. What's your excuse? Oh, I got kids. Well, they go to sleep, right? I got a spouse. Well, kick them out of the house. Go to the library. 
Don't make excuses. Champions don't make excuses. The reason why a lot of people are still stuck in the rat race, folks, is they're making excuses. They're chief excusiologists. They have a big butt, right? I don't mean physically, but they got butt. I would do this, but. I would go this, but, but, but. Everything is but, right? I would do this, but, but somebody jumped in front of me. You can't have excuses. So you got to get over your past and you got to get over your fears. Our past haunts us, right? Our past tells us what we can't do, what we can't be, where we can't go. You got to let go of the past if you want to get out of the rat race of life. Let go. We all make mistakes. Nobody in life escapes a mess. Let me clue you in on something. The richest person you know has problems. They got a mess in their life. You just don't see it because they have enough money to insulate themselves to keep you from seeing it. Sometimes it leaks out on TMZ, but most of the time they keep it hidden. If you're a poor person, you got a mess. You got problems. So nobody escapes problems. So don't let a problem be your excuse. We all should plan on failing, but fail forward. What does that mean? Fail, but learn by your failures. Learn by your mistakes and get up. How do you think people learn to be great horse riding champions? You know how they do it? By falling. They fall off those horses and then they learn from how they fell before not to fall, right? If you knew what an athlete went through and how much they practice and how much they failed at something before you saw it publicly. Did you know that Michael Jackson spent 15 years working on the moonwalk before it was debut? He didn't just create that. It was 15 years that he walked around. Seven years he walked around with a cane to practice that move before we all saw it way back some 30 years ago, right? So things just don't happen. You got to be willing to fail. You got to be willing to practice, but you got to let go of your fears, your fears will paralyze you. They will stop you. They will, they will limit you, right? Break through the fears, break through out of the rat race, right? As Warren Buffett say, go ahead, put all your eggs in one basket, but watch over the basket, right? So it's okay. To, you know, we hear this term diversify, diversify. No, find one idea that you can do well. The internet is full of ways to sell your one idea. What's your one idea? What would you like to do? What widget, what idea, what concept, what app would you like to create and present it to the world? What problem would you like to solve that we all could benefit from, right? That's how you get out of the rat race. And then lastly, you got to learn in life the difference between an asset or a liability, Right. Robert Kiyosaki teaches this a lot in his principle of investing thinking uh, and how to get out of the rat race. Right. Most of your income, it's a liability. And the reason why is because in and, it, in and of itself doesn't produce you money. It's a check you exchange for services. And most time when you get your check, it's already spent. Right. 
But assets is things that you own and it produces you money and you don't know you don't have to be there. If you own an income property or an investment property, it throws you off a check every month. You own a business, it throws you off a check. You own an idea, it throws you off a check. You own a song, it throws you off a check every month. That's an asset. And here's the deal, right? You're either in somebody's asset column or you're in somebody's liability column, right? Most of us don't have an asset column that we can go to and say, this person's going to pay me this, that, and the other this month. That's an asset column. Most of what you have is I owe, I owe, and off the work I go, right? You got 15 and 16 creditors that you got to pay. You're in their asset column because they're looking to collect from you. Right. So as long as that continues, you remain in the rat race. Right. So get in where you fit in. Right. Start small. Right. Start with an idea. I don't care if it makes you two cents. Start with that. Don't despise the day of small things. Don't try to be a baller overnight. Don't try to be a billionaire with one concept. As I've said before in many shows, most billionaires have filed bankruptcy five to six times before they ultimately got their big win. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid of fear. And don't be afraid of your past. That's the first step to getting out of the rat race so you have more time for contemplation leisure your faith your family your friends and of course your future hey you listen to another edition of lewis howard live we're here five days a week for you download tell a friend to tell a friend about the program send it to somebody as a gift that one thought might one idea may help them. And again, shout out to all of our listeners around the world that are tuning in and downloading our show. Catch us again for another upcoming, insightful, tech-driven, passionate, diplomatic, and strong conversation that will move your life to be the highest and best version of yourself. Hey, we'll see you soon. Take care.